You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon in Lone Depot Park in Miami, the Marlins and the Nationals got together for one final time in 2022. The young, promising, hard-throwing right-hander for the Marlins, Edward Cabrera, went opposite of the veteran right-hander and the former Marlin, Anibal Sanchez. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, an eventful day for the Marlins. We got the word this morning that the Marlins and Don Mattingly had agreed that the seventh-year Marlins manager would not be coming back for year number eight in 2023. Donnie putting out a statement saying that he will not be seeking a contract extension with the Marlins. The Marlins principal owner, Bruce Sherman, putting out a statement uh, praising Donnie for his seven years here. The winningest manager in Marlins history took this team to the playoffs in 2020. We heard from Kim Ang during the broadcast today. We'll hear from Donnie coming up in just a few minutes. And then we had a ball game after all that. And the Nationals beat the Marlins 6-1 this afternoon. Miami won the first two games of the series, but the Marlins were denied what would have been their fourth series sweep of the season against the Nationals. Would have been their fifth series sweep of the season overall. So with this loss today, the Marlins end the year with a 4-15 and record against the Nationals. Are the, the Marlins go 15 and four against the Nats. The Nats four and 15 against Miami. Miami wins 15 to the 19, and it matches the best record the Marlins have ever had against a single opponent in a single season. Marlins won 15 and four against the Mets back in 2004. As for the ball game, Edward Cabrera started against Anibal Sanchez, and in the first inning, the Nationals jumped on Cabrera, a leadoff single by Lane Thomas. He stole second. Luis Garcia's ground ball to second got him to third. So one out in the first, the Nats had a man at third base for their hot-hitting first baseman, Joy Manessis. As Joy Manessis slams one to center field, De La Cruz is going back. He's at the wall, and Manessis has hit a first-inning home run for the second straight game. It's 2-0 Washington. It was Manessis who homered with nobody on, two outs in the first against Sandy last night. Today, with one on and one out, he slugs his 12th of the season. Manessis went two for five in this game, and he finishes the Nationals' six-game road trip with 11 hits in 25 at-bats, a double, three homers, and six runs batted in. It stayed a 2-0 game into inning number four with one out, C.J. Abrams doubled, and with two outs, Victor Robles dropped a bunt down in front of the plate. Edward Cabrera came in to field it, and his right ankle buckled on him. It would go as an infield hit for Robles, Cabrera would leave the game with a low-grade right ankle strain. X-rays negative. Cabrera done after three and two-thirds innings and 52 pitches, 37 strikes. Robles was at first at that point. Abrams was at third and with two outs in the fourth inning, leading two to nothing. Jeff Brigham came out of the bullpen to face Trace Barrera. And the Nationals got things going on the bases. Runner breaks for second. The throw to second base hits the runner, racing home to score Abrams, and it's 3-0 Nationals. Nobody covered at second. Somebody missed a sign. Fortes fired down to the bag, and it hit Robles right as he arrived, but as soon as that ball left Fortes's hand, Abrams broke for the play. That's going to be a double steal. And the Nationals at that point led it 3 to nothing. It would stay 3 nothing. Jeff Brigham, an inning in a third of two hit, no run, no walk, one strikeout relief. 
Andrew Nardi worked a one, two, three, sixth inning. Anibal Sanchez made it through five for the Nats. Two hits, no runs, two walks, four strikeouts through 95 pitches, 57 strikes. And it was 3 nothing all the way into inning number eight today. In his second inning of relief, Brian Hoeing got the first two outs, but then he walked Alex Call, a wild pitch move call to second base for C.J. Abrams. Payoff pitch to Abrams is flared into shallow left center, going to get down for a hit, waved around third call, the throw to the plate, going to get away. Call scores, headed to second base, Abrams, his third hit of the day, and that's a big add-on run for the Nationals. They go up 4-0 now in the eighth. Abrams, three for four in this game. A single, a double, an RBI, and a couple of runs scored. He goes six out of ten with a pair of doubles and an RBI in this series. That was it for Hoeing. Jake Fishman out of the bullpen to face Ildemaro Vargas. On 0-2 Vargas, slugs went out toward left field, toward the corner. Going to get over Bladé's head. That's going to bring Abrams home. An RBI double for Vargas, and it's 5-0 Washington. Vargas was two for four today, a single a double and a run batted in. Nats had 13 hits in all. They led 5-0 into the bottom of the eighth when finally the Marlins will get on the scoreboard after a scoreless inning of relief from Erasmo Ramirez and another from Hunter Harvey. It was Carl Edwards Jr. who started the eighth against Lewin Diaz. On 1-1, Diaz hammers one to right. Thomas going back onto the track in front of the bullpen. It hits the top of the wall and goes over. Lewin Diaz, home run number five. Miami's on the scoreboard. It's 5-1 in the eighth. That's as close as the Marlins will get despite a one-out double from Miguel Rojas in that inning. In the top of the ninth, the Nats would add to their lead against Fishman with one-out Lane Thomas doubled. Luis Garcia singled him home to make it a 6-1 game. And despite allowing a one-out double to Brian De La Cruz in the bottom of the ninth, Jake Finnegan able to keep the Marlins off the scoreboard, and the Nationals win this one 6-1. For the Nats, six runs, 13 hits, one error, seven left. For the Marlins, a run, six hits, two errors. They left seven as well, went 0-7 with men in scoring position, while the Nationals were 6-17. Anibal Sanchez, the winning pitcher, 3-6. and six. Edward Cabrera, the loser, 6-4. and four. He allowed three runs on six hits in three and two-thirds. Didn't walk anybody, struck out three. Allowed the two-run home run to Manessis in the first inning. 52 pitches, 37 strikes for Cabrera. Time of the game, three hours, nine minutes. The Nats with the win finish their trip two and four. They are 60 and 99 on the season. And again, they finished four and 15 against the Marlins. Miami was looking for a third straight win for the first time since the beginning of July. Marlins don't get it, though. They fall to three and three on the homestand. Went one and two against the Cubs, two and one against the Nats. Marlins lose for the 90th time this year. They're now 63 and 90, including 32 and 46 here at Lone Depot Park, where they have only three games left October 3rd, 4th, and 5th against the Braves. So the Nationals get it done by the final of 6 to 1 for the Marlins. Two more hits from Brian De La Cruz, a single and a double. He was two for four today. He's now at safely in seven in a row, 13 for 27 in this stretch, with four doubles, two homers, and eight runs batted in. De La Cruz finishes the homestand 11 for 24. Four doubles, two homers, six RBIs. But the Marlins manage just four other hits, and they lose 6-1 to the Nats. The Marlins and Auto Nation are working together again this year to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitch records a strikeout this season, 
$25 will be donated to Auto Nation's Driving Initiative to support cancer research. Today, only four strikeouts, $100 for the season, 1,346 punch-outs by the Marlins staff, $33,650 from the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. A disappointing ending to the season series for the Marlins against the Nationals. They do beat the Nationals 15 times this season. They do fall yesterday afternoon 6-1. to Okay, there was a lot that took place at the ballpark yesterday. If you missed it, any of it, Marlins manager Don Mattingly and the organization mutually agreed to part ways. I know we generally post Donnie with the rewind every morning. That is available separately. He talked for about 20 minutes post game yesterday. That is available separately. It's going to be below this link. We did post it last night. If you want to hear any and all of that from Donnie post game yesterday, feel free. Stay right here. Just drop right down below and take a listen. Miguel Rojas, the Marlins captain, uh, did speak as well post game yesterday. So let's hear what uh, Miggy had to say after the Marlins ball game against the Nationals. Uh, but uh, in regards of not just me, but the whole the whole organization and all the players uh, being uh, playing for Donny, we have to say thank you because Donny, other than being a great, a really good manager and a really good communicator, a uh, really good leader, he's been uh, having our backs, you know. And he's he's a guy who always. Uh, when he talked to the media, when he talked to fans, when he talked to his family, when he talked to people, he always back up uh, his players. And he always talked to us about like how he's going to have our back when, whenever we, we work hard and whenever we, uh, we're playing the game the right way. So for me, that's, always, that's something that I'm always going to keep in my thoughts uh, for the rest of my life and not just in baseball. But uh, he taught me how to be a professional, how to be uh, accountable for my actions and the things uh, that Donnie and I have to co- go through, um, what, just just one of the things that are sta- standing here in this uh, in this locker. Um, six years ago, we lost uh, a pretty good piece and pretty big piece of this organization. Um, and uh, looking around the clubhouse, uh, Donnie and I were the only two active uh, in this clubhouse and, and the staff that are uh, part of that, that moment. And we actually hope today and remember that moment and we will never forget the things and the memories that we created together. So um, I'm not going to end without saying thank you uh, to Donny for all the effort uh, throughout the whole years, uh, through the up and downs, through the good season in 2020, um, a lot of up and down during that year. And uh, I'm really happy that, uh, that I got to play baseball in front of Donny Baseball for for a long time. What was his message to you guys in the clubhouse when he gave you guys news and what was the emotion like when he said that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really hard doing it uh, in the middle of uh, in the middle of uh, in the middle of the day when you have to get ready for the game and, and all that, but uh, I think it's going to hit us a little bit harder whenever the season is going to be about to end because uh, we're going to have him for another week or, or 10 days uh, here and, and the message was simple, you know, like it's a it's time for a change. It's time for a new voice. It's, uh, him and the organization decided that that um, this is the right time to do it, and 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 he's just gonna he's just gonna step out as as a manager. But uh, I'm pretty sure that he's gonna continue to look for for this organization, for the players that he actually coached all this time. And um, and the message was simple. Uh, he knows the organization have a little bit of ways to go to be where we wanna be. And um, this, this, this year, uh, it was a disappointment because of uh, all the expectations that we have in this group. And we all believe that, that we were able to accomplish something really good. 
um, at the end of the day, it's not just wanting to do it. You're gonna actually have to uh, have to go and perform and 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 do it. But uh, at the end of the day, um, we are happy and proud that Donnie was uh, in front of us every single time and um, having the, the players back the whole time. What do you think, you know, everyone's kind of mentioned new boys, maybe bring someone else in. What do you think that person that they bring in should have? Is it major league experience? Is it someone maybe you guys are familiar with? What do you think is important? No, to be honest with you, that's a, that's a job that, uh, that I'm pretty sure Kim, Bruce, and the people from the organizations are gonna are gonna have to do and gonna have to take their time and it's good for them to uh, to have plenty of time you know they have, they're gonna have a couple of weeks right now in season to actually start like seeking people and and seeking for for the right fit for this organization and not just for the for for the big league level but uh, uh, for for someone who knows what we have in the minors and what's coming because we're gonna need help from from different aspects uh, of uh, of the market maybe uh, it's gonna be in the organization or it's gonna be from free agency or it's gonna be be a trade uh, who knows but uh, for me uh, the, the 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 guy who's gonna be in charge I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that that it's gonna be a, a baseball people um, uh, with a with a lot of experience in, in not just in baseball, but uh, um, with with the young generation too. You know, like we have a lot of players, the young players in this uh, in this game and the analytic department and all the changes that are coming next year. So uh, I'm pretty sure that, that Kim, Bruce, and the people from the organization are going to do a, are going to do a great job bringing someone in. You said that there is still a ways to go for this team to get the hump. As someone who's been here from the start of this. What do you think is that missing piece or those missing pieces? Uh, for me, to be honest with you, is uh, us, uh, the, the guys in this clubhouse producing the way that we're supposed to produce. I think uh, there's a lot of down years this year, you know, other than uh, Sandy, uh, Pablo, um, guys from the bullpen that we know, like, you know, they've been overcoming some things. There being a lot of down years uh, this year overall, you know, uh, pieces that we brought from the off season, uh, uh, Soler, Avi, they haven't played. At, uh, at, we know the, the way that they can play, and I feel like that's gonna be the big, the big part and big piece of 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 this organization taking a leap forward. And the other thing is gonna be like, the, what's the commitment that the organization is gonna make to make this team better, you know? How it's gonna be, we don't know, you know. Like uh, maybe, uh, maybe getting big pieces in the in the uh, free agent market, uh, uh, trading some people, uh, the, the continue to develop some players. But I think the uh, kind of the trend looks like we have a lot of guys here in the in the big league level that we hope for them to actually take this as a as an experience for next year to become prepared and uh, help this thing organiz- this organization to move forward. All right, so that was Marlins shortstop Miguel Rojas after the Nationals 6-1 victory over the Marlins yesterday. Uh, certainly a lot to kind of take in the last 24 hours for the Marlins. Uh, Don Mattingly not returning after seven seasons in Miami in 2023. Saw this note yesterday. 22% of the Marlins' all-time games have been managed by Donnie. Um, great man. Wish him all the best. Again, if you want to hear everything and anything that Donnie had to say, uh, post game yesterday, feel free to drop down right below uh, what you're listening to right now. We did post it separately in its entirety yesterday. Uh, the Marlins enjoy themselves an off day in New York here today. They'll be back at it tomorrow night against the New York Mets. First pitch is scheduled for 7-10 from City Field. Pablo Lopez goes opposite of the right-hander Cookie Carrasco. We'll hit the air at 640 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.